The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Welcome to ATI Pro Media. We have an action-packed show. Connor B will be helping guest hosts here in a little bit. Brady Huck is off playing cowboy today. We have exports. And you know what? We should. With prices this low, if we don't start selling someone, we're going to have a different problem. Interest rates have went back up. In a little bit in the show, we'll show you a chart of that. We had an unemployment number Friday, and uh, we had some verbiage. Of course, the uh, our Fed chair, Jay Powell, as you hear so often talked about, was on 60 Minutes last night. Uh, speaking of last night, it was so neat to see Lainey Wilson. Lainey Wilson won a Grammy, and she said, I'm a fifth, sixth generation farmer. I'm just a farm kid up here accepting this award. I come from a town of 200 people. She talked about farmers for a good minute. Uh, I, I should get that clip and we should try to air that. It really made me feel good about farming agriculture and a, a small town kid doing well. Uh, markets are pretty hum-ho. Corn's down a penny, beans are down a penny, wheats are down eight to six, gold's down, silver's down, hogs are down, cattle being cattle, they are up. And uh, what else do we have under the news front? Yields creeping up. Yeah, there's uh, some things happening in world food prices, some things happening in margins um, in hogs. And Tyson had earnings, and I think they did a little better than uh, expected. With that, I welcome Connor B. into the show, and I want to congratulate you, Connor, tomorrow is day 50 of lives and you were here for the first 30 or 40 before we went live this is live every day at nine it's free to the world the 9 a.m ati pro media always be free thank you thank brady thank everyone who's helping hey look at that thank you five thousand subscribers it's so important folks that you go to youtube and subscribe like hit notifications it helps us it helps the algorithm it helps you catch the show live now of course we answer, to the best of our ability, questions live on the show every day. We don't always get to them, but uh, Joe will click them uh, at the end. So welcome, folks, from uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, X. And uh, let's get in the media show. I'm going to let you talk. Right. Dear friend of mine said, don't talk over each other. So the stage is yours, my friend. Okay. Hey, and day 50, time flies when you're having fun, Tommy. But first thing, flash sale. You mentioned it, 155,000 metric tons of corn delivery to Mexico. This is very timely. I think we're a year to the day or close to it where Mexico said they no longer wanted G, uh, GMO corn. They wanted uh, g- no GMO corn for their tortillas, for their flour, right? And we were saying, where is that demand going to go? And a year later, who would have thought we would have had a record export year to Mexico, right? So uh, they haven't uh, stopped buying GMO corn yet. That rhetoric is still ongoing. We'll see if we get any, you know, who's going to bend and who's going to break. But uh, interesting to see with that. And so good to see flash sales. Good to see it. So other thing, Tommy, I'll read it and then let you talk about it. Bond yields around the globe are higher this morning, right? We had j come on and say that a rate cut in March was not very likely. Yeah, we're down to about 36%. We watched that uh, at corporate. We have a, a Bloomberg terminal, but of course, just the freeway. Uh, you can go to CME FedWatch. Just Google CME FedWatch. It's, it's a really great free tool. I uh, just introduced it to some college kids, uh, my daughter's college friends at uh, 
Kelly Business School in Indiana, they're like, how do you know if interest rates are going to move? I'm like, well, we don't really know, but we know based on percentages, right? So if yep. the Chiefs are favored by seven, someone came up with those odds. What are the, uh, who is the favorite for the big Sunday game next week? I think it's pretty close, but I think the Niners are favored by two, one, two points. It's very close. And and the reason I bring up, you know, favoriting a football team by 5.7 points, uh, Purdue basketball favored by 30, is that someone's making those odds, right? And so when we talk about puts and calls and everything else, there's a there's someone making those odds, the risk taker on the other side of that. Speaking of Super Bowl, uh, over next week, I think is by far the biggest uh, – uh, we consume the most like sour cream, chicken wings. We should do a little chicken wings right. uh, uh, special. I think maybe uh, Thursday or Friday we'll talk about all the Super Bowl foods. Yep. And uh, there's not next one of there's not one of them I don't like. <laughs> and next Monday is the biggest day uh, called off work. So if I'm not here Monday, make sure to get on me. Yeah, and probably that cyber. Uh, what is it? You have uh, uh, where everyone goes shopping on friday after thanksgiving but now cyber monday is by far one of the most least productive days work and you know what by the way facebook meta's earnings were up 20 percent on friday even though a lot of work internets don't allow you to uh, do that stuff there's plenty of people playing on their phone so anyway let's do what we do grains uh you know keep, keep going uh, well let's talk let's talk bond yields tommy uh 10 year note i think is it still trading right at 4.1 percent yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going to pop on my, Joe, go yep. ahead. You could do Let's it do for it. me. Pop on my uh, chart. There we go. That's 30-year bond. You could see that rates were uh, a lot higher towards uh, earlier, late last year. And then they, they the bond market rallied, which means rates came down. This is the 30-year. But whether it's the 30, the 10, the 2, uh, the 5s, the, you know, they've all moved. One thing that hasn't moved, Fed's fund, Fed fund rate is still high. And when you look at operating notes and stuff, as we come into renewing operating season, we are very much tied to the short end. So when you go to the bank, they don't say, oh, the 30-year bond's here. Your, your, um, your loan is it here, your operating note. And this is where the 30-year bond is. Uh, big sell-off the last few days. That is a daily chart. You can see that uh, the bond market across the world is readjusting. And- Add a little color on this, Tommy. Going back to October, we saw that drop, had a nice recover, a, a big recovery, dipped a little bit, and now we're today. Give us just a quick six six month history on this thirty year bond movement. Well, we we had to zap inflation, and the Fed did a, in my opinion, a good job of doing it. Uh, many of us thought the markets would collapse. The markets haven't necessarily collapsed and they are uh what you're going to hear over and over again they're trying to get to a soft landing so when the government raises interest rates it takes 12 to 18 months for that effect to happen and we're still feeling the effects of it Uh, you got a bank in new york that's having troubles but most of the banks are fine right and some people say the consumers tapped out but the economy seems to be fine anyway they uh they have to they quit raising rates. All the talk and rhetoric is when they're going to cut rates and how much. Yep. Now, Cash Kari came out this morning and he said that uh, things are you know calming and falling more in line. But I think they're going to stay at a little bit elevated rate for longer and then swoop, take it down right into the election. And then someone, whoever's uh, ahead of the polls, could say, I did that. Right. It would probably be the president and the current administration, because uh, if you're not the president, you can't uh, take much credit for stuff. There's some politics, but nonetheless, we stayed at too long of a rate for too low of a rate for too long all over the world. We folks are coming back to a more normalization. I hope I did a good job. You got any more questions for me? Any hard ones? Speaking of questions, comments, if you're out there in uh, in the interweb. uh, 
give us a question, comment. We'll do our best to answer. If we can't answer, of course, you can email us, um, info at ATI Pro Media. And if you call one 737 farm that line goes directly to my phone, Joe Grisafi's phone, and Gina Grisafi. So you get the Grisafi trifecta if you call one 737 farm If you're a client, of course, we've, we're talking to you often. But if you're not, we'd like to uh, try to help you uh, get through this interesting period. What else do we have, my Absolutely. friend? I want to see let's any jump, other charts. No, let's jump into uh, grains real quick. First thing, we had World Food uh, Price Index falls to three-year lows in January. Really, when we look at commodity markets every day, this is not surprising, right? When we have corn, beans, wheat down what they are. But still interesting to see. We've talked about, you've talked about it, especially looking at the current administration and how they want to get food prices low. Well, guess what? We're at a three-year low, right, Tommy? Yeah, maybe the shipping costs didn't come out. Trucking, you know, labor is extremely expensive. So maybe the price of that raw good went down, but the kid throwing that box of cereal on the shelf and the guy or gal who delivered it. And I got to tell you, so often when I go to the store now, there's not a lot of people there in the checkout. I remember during Christmas when uh, everyone posted on Facebook annual uh, uh, Walmart bag checkers uh, Christmas party and like 500,000 people are attending because if you go to a lot of these stores, you are the checkout person. I kind of find that interesting, but there's definitely a labor problem. Speaking of labor problems, of all things, I was uh, driving here to my house. I went and worked out this morning and I heard on RFD TV that there's all these asparagus farmers who can't get labor. They get labor from overseas and it's a very, very intense harvest. But, you know, there's 15,000 people coming over the border a day, but I'm thinking those folks aren't getting in agriculture. And that's going to be talked about a lot more. If you're a small farmer and you have an intense harvest, like a sugar beet harvest, asparagus harvest, any of these specialty crops in like the Michigan area or, or, or California, per se. Uh, labor is such a problem. So I don't know what all these people are doing who are coming over, but they're not knocking on farmer's doors and saying, can I hire you? It's a very bizarre situation when it comes to labor and inflation. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, after that, Tommy, let's do a couple charts and we'll wrap it up. Hog margins, China hog margins. We talked about the demand in China. And so Nate Mangold uh, put together, sent us this great chart and how we can look at where the margins are. And as you can see, we are down significantly from where we've been on the high on uh, the margins. But I do see a little tick up there at the end. So that'd be something to pay attention closely, right? Two, three weeks ago, maybe, I believe we had the headline where China said they wanted to curb their hog population, reduce that down. And so we'll see what that's doing with margins. And we'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, speaking of uh, funds and whatnot, they just keep hitting the gas. They are sitting very comfortable Almost every single short they have on is profitable unless it was put on two minutes ago. Um, yeah, they're sitting good. That black line is uh, them hitting the gas. Money managers yeah. combine that position, U.S. grains, oil seeds, futures, and options through January 30th, 2024. Do you have any more color to this? I mean, we are at the low yes. end of the range. Yeah. So uh, surprise to no one, they added to their shorts last week. So I didn't break. I, I like this one just because it shows us the whole uh, commodity scope. They are very short, but here's some color to add. I was looking at what the record short was for corn and soybeans. So record short for corn, 322,000 contracts. Money managers put on April of 2019. Soybeans, 168,000 on May of 19. Currently where we sit, 108,000 of soybeans, 280,000 roughly of corn shorts on. So we are getting close to that record short territory, Tommy. And so it's interesting. The, yeah. And then the other thing I have is just looking at 
commercial entities in their position, right? The processors, producers, and other end users, right? They've established, uh, Friday, they established a small, very small net long position. First time we've seen that since June of 2019. So it's interesting. I spent last week at the commercial uh, at Advanced Trading Corporate, and uh, it's it's interesting how there is a chance that a lot of these major grain elevators they are not touching the uh, grain. When you bought grain, do you call that your handle, right? That you get a handle on the grain. So the sure. farmer is holding the grain, and as they leak it out to the end user, the ethanol plants, whatnot. There's a chance that some of these elevators, when they look at the amount of corn they touch this year, uh, it's it's going to be on a lower number. They the American farmer is able to stay and hold corn longer. Doesn't mean it makes them a profit. Uh, the flat price might drop a dollar twenty-five, and then they catch twenty cents carry and uh, ten cents basis appreciation. But they're still net out a dollar. But the American farmer, and I said this, and it's not funny anymore. It was never really funny. But when corn was five dollars forever, I said the American farmer is going to stay in control of it to the end. And that may be till June, July, August when they run out of space and another big crop comes in. But right now, things look bearish, yet everybody knows that. And there's uh, sometimes good opportunities when everyone is one way or the other. Hey, Joe, let's get that. uh, Yeah, just that question. And I'll uh, call Robert back. I don't understand the other one, so I don't even want to try. $15 dozen Krispy Kreme donuts and $6 wheat. Hey, Luke, shoot us another email. I have an ATI Pro sweatshirt for you. I need to know your size. And I also have an ATI Pro Media Cup. You are by far uh, one of our most active uh, question givers or uh, or commenter uh, adding to it. And speaking of Luke, uh, Cotton was one of the shining stars last week. When you do listen Absolutely. to the egg shows, whatnot, Cotton was showing something that looks different than most commodities. With and that, I think we end it. And tomorrow will yeah, be... Uh, I- I might work on a uh, I might work on a crispy crispy cream chart. We need to see where that's been the past three years and see if we have any correlation there. Yeah, uh, read this good stuff. Tell people how to get a hold of us, and I will end the show. Yep, we're live every day at nine. We're going to be doing this Thursday. We're going to be doing the USDA report. We'll talk a lot about that this week. But feel free, as Tommy mentioned, give us a call, send us an email. Feel free to uh, listen to us on Apple, uh, Spotify, or YouTube, and we will see everyone tomorrow. See you, buddy. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.